Welcome to Better Before Lunch. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Lori. And today we're talking about bad habits. All right, welcome back. Uh, so we're talking about, I guess, bad habits, things we want to stop okay doing. i wasn't really sure what we were not, talking about i can never remember not really like new year's resolutions but bad habits things we want to stop doing ways we want to stop talking like how you want to stop drinking bad coffee but you can't mm-hmm. yeah so we are back in the office for the first time in like 11 months and i made coffee um with coffee grounds that have been here well, for the entire year where no one else has yeah. been here turns out uh folgers that is a year old does not make good coffee but it does make an office smell like an office yeah. it smells like uh like the sight of an office is what this coffee tastes like yeah <laughs> and he, smells like i walked in and i was like the office it smells like it's like like an I can't explain it, like drywall and soap and just the smell. And Jonathan's like, is it coffee? <laughs> yeah, my coffee does taste like drywall and soap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was too far out of the way to go get, like, I mean, not far out of the way, but time-wise to go get more coffee. So I'm, uh, I'm just drinking this terrible I think he's kind of enjoying it. I think you're no. kind of enjoying it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe through some kind of like Stockholm syndrome of <laughs> coffee. It's it's not good. I don't recommend it. It really did make this whole office smell yeah. like what you think of when you just like tour an empty yeah. office. If a realtor was t- taking you through an office that nobody currently worked at, uh, this is that smell. And I think it's POV. because the realtor's like, let's just uh, make a quick cup of coffee with whatever's left back here. POV, this coffee is an office building that is empty. <laughs> yeah. <Ugh. laughs> and Jonathan's over there drinking it in every couple seconds going, ugh. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's not been a pleasant experience. And I'm but still he's drinking not it. stopping. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got to have coffee. Um, so what other bad habits would you like to stop? Well, besides drinking stale coffee, uh, <laughs> uh, I think the number one thing would be when I talk, I sometimes speak in the second person. Hey, what is second person? Third well, person is you yeah. say, Jonathan doesn't like this. Right. First person, First is, person like, is, I don't like this. Third person is, Jonathan doesn't like this. Second person is, you don't like this. You're right, I don't. Right. So, (laughs) see, the issue is that the first two, first and third person, we're talking about me, the speaker, where second person is talking about you, the listener, which does not always translate properly in conversation. Anytime you go to the store, you don't want to go down aisle three because there's always vomit in it. Would that be like... That's second person because... You don't want to go down. But you're telling them. But right. I feel like you're you're expressing, like, listen, this is something be. that people don't want to do. But when I say something like, you don't like coffee, yeah. when, I, when I'm talking not about you. I mean, you, that's what but, you say? Well, no, I'm saying. Because that is a very weird way to say it. When I'm, <laughs> you're when I'm right. not talking about you, but I'm like, you know, 
coffee tastes like drywall. Maybe you don't know. I shouldn't Wait, be implying that you saying you know is second person? Because mm-hmm. that is how I end every sentence. You know. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? Because you're implying that the listener knows and maybe they don't. Maybe they do. I was just uh, thought it was because I was desperate for confirmation that someone's listening to what I'm saying. You are, you're generally, in writing, you're generally not supposed to use second person. You can. There are times, like when you say, like when you just said, uh, when you're going down the aisle, avoid aisle three. You can use it that way, but if I were to write like a nonfiction piece and use the term you, you're not supposed to tell the listener or the reader what they're thinking. So, um, and I do that sometimes when I talk, and I don't mean the person I'm talking to when I say you, I mean like you as in the general everyone, and I should say everyone, not you. What if I do want to tell the other person what they should be thinking? Well, then you can. I mean, <laughs> it's not it's not like against the law to say it. But sometimes I use it when I shouldn't be saying that the person I'm talking to, like I'm implying they know something or they did something wrong or like, I don't know. I do that sometimes when I talk. And I realize afterwards that I implied the person that was listening was doing something. I never noticed. And they weren't involved at all. Maybe you do it too. I must. I must. Uh, The only thing I notice is that a lot of parents of little kids will say, now we don't do that. Mm. We don't run into the street without looking both ways. Which I think that is a form. It's like where they combine themselves with their child. We. That might be second person. I don't know. I is first person, but we, I don't know. I don't like third person when See. people speak in third person. It's so strange. I had a friend that used to speak in third person all the time. Well, Jonathan doesn't have a problem with it. <laughs> well, Lori does. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to stop saying the word like so much. Mm. I tried to work on that for the last 20 years, but I think it's never going to go away. I kind of thought you were just about to say it. I think like it's never going to go away. <laughs> I've tried to get rid of it, but it's just my filler word and there's nothing I can do. Which ironically, the two things we just said are both things that like every English teacher in the world is probably like, yes, you should stop using like and talking in the second person. I can write without it. Yeah. I, <laughs> that I can do. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I should just write with it. Yeah. <laughs> like I was going to like the store the other day, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you know at the end of every sentence. Uh, yep. Um, so non... Is that is that the only things you ha- do that you want to stop doing? That's the main thing that I've... It's just something I've thought of recently. I mean, I... I, I don't... I, I can't think of anything offhand. I'm also not interacting with other humans much, I was going to so. say, I don't know because I don't leave my house ever. <laughs> I mean, this is like, a, this is a big deal that we decided to be in the same room. Right. I had to, I had to think pretty hard about it. I was like, I don't know. Even, I don't know. You know, I uh, not had like human contact for a month. Uh, still had to think about it. So it's just, well, it's become this thing where I know some people are just still out doing everything, but our office is not active. So we haven't been out. And I've just been home not really seeing anyone. And you've been home not seeing anyone. But then it comes to a point where you're like, 
I don't, it, it's weird to see other people. <laughs> I've been home yeah. so long. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I know there's a reason we shouldn't. So let's just never see anyone else ever again. <laughs> um, oop. Uh, so is there anything you want to stop doing um, that you can think of now? There's things I want to start doing. Like okay, well that that I think that works because not doing them might be a bad habit, <laughs> right? Like not right, not doing them. I was gonna say not not doing them, and not not doing them is doing them. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm all confused now. Yeah. yeah, you've got me confused now too. I wish that I liked cooking more or cleaning more, <laughs> especially yeah. since I'm home all the time. I like cooking. I don't like cleaning. Uh, besides what I have to. My problem with cleaning is when you have kids, you clean, and then immediately everything's a mess again. My problem without kids is that anytime I clean, it's pretty much a mess again. Right <laughs> you are a child. Yeah, You're taking care of yourself. Yeah. Turning into like an adult and a child. Yeah. I'm both at the same time. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm honestly a little bit messy in the sense of, I didn't learn that skill of like as soon as you use something, you put it away. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into a mess, which that's what I'm trying to get my kids to do. Yeah. Like you use it and then you put it away. But that's, I don't know. But cooking, <laughs> I don't think that's I'm ever going to really enjoy. I was talking to someone the other day and I realized, well, you've known this forever, but mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> like anything. Like we were talking yep, and she was talking about how much that. she likes cooking. And I was like, oh, I don't like cooking. I don't like <laughs> recipes. I don't even care about eating. I just eat tacos every night. And then we were talking about exercising. I was like, oh, I don't like exercising. <laughs> like everything we said, I was like, oh, I don't like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, what do I like? I'm more of like, not what do I need to stop, but what do I need to start doing? Liking things? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a habit that you could get That I could into. try to get into. Yes, yeah, is, is not hating everything. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, well, I will I will give you the fact that cooking is not for everyone. Same with working in kitchens. There are people who are good at working in a kitchen, and there are people who are bad at working, like, whether it's fast food or an actual kitchen. Pretty much anybody who works in a kitchen will tell you. There are people who are good at it, and there are people who are not. It's a particular personality trait or something. Yeah, Uh, I must not have it. First off, I hate raw meat. That is one. Well, you could just cook vegetarian, and then you'd never have to But then I don't want to. I don't like fruits and vegetables enough. (laughs) So I want to eat the meat, but I don't want to cook it. So that's my number one problem. Okay. Yep. Number two, I'm not like, oh, let me just try a dash of this and a splash of that. Like, it's got to be like, okay, what's the recipe? Because I need to follow it. Well. And then everybody's half the time I ask anyone how to make anything. They're like, I don't know. You just throw in a little of this and you throw in a little of that. I'm like, what is a little? Like, for me, a little is like, that's a little. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's like, that's not a little. And their little is like, that's it shaking onto the food, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so those are my those are my cooking issues. Well, for one, if you want to cook good, you shouldn't be just willy nilly throwing things in. So them being like, I don't know, 
They should know. Maybe they don't keep track of it. They, they just like mentally know, know what much. they do when they're doing it, but they yeah. don't know how to tell me. Right. Or maybe they're just bad at cooking. They could be bad at giving But it's people who have really good oh, food. Okay. Like they mm-hmm. make really good food and I'm right. like, oh, how did you make that? And they're right. like, so a little bit of this and a little bit of that. The easiest way in that case is to watch them make it. Because like, they will use the same amount. If they make it good, they've used the same amount. Because if you use the wrong amount, it tastes bad. Well, first off, I'm not going to go stand behind anyone in their kitchen right now. Well, obviously. Secondly, even if it wasn't COVID time, I really don't want to go stand in anyone's kitchen. <laughs> so I think cooking's just, like I'll I try said, a not, little, but that's Cooking that. is not for everyone. Not everybody likes it or, I don't know. It's like a personality trait or something because... When you go into a kitchen, like a diner or real kitchen, fast food even, you can tell who's good and likes to be there and who's not. And you won't, if you hate being in a kitchen, you won't like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't right. work there for two months that. and then like, oh, okay, now I like being in a kitchen. I mean, some people just absolutely some people, love it. Yeah. Some people like to be in the kitchen and some do not. And it won't change. If somebody hates being in a kitchen when they start in one, they'll never like being in a kitchen. Yeah. I had a friend in college that was in culinary school. And anytime they'd come over, I would be cooking and they'd be like, what are you doing? This is all wrong. And then they would (laughs) just go in and like make dinner and it would be amazing. So I kind of got to where I was like, all right, I'll just make sure I do everything wrong. And then dinner will be good tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Just use a pot that's too small because I used to make them mad. Like, no, it's fine. We'll just cram it all in the little pot. Yeah, <laughs> small pot is a good way to make a lot of chefs mad. Apparently. <laughs> There's not enough room. Whatever. There's not enough room to fry properly or boil properly. So is there anything else you want to stop doing? I'm sure there's like a million yeah, things. There's probably lots of things. Stop doing. No, I'm That's, just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say for both of us. But. Yeah. Uh, that is the main one that was on the top of my head. There's probably a million things I want to stop doing. But nothing that really like pops into my head right now besides. Yeah, I feel like if it was back to life as normal, there'd be a lot more things that I'm thinking of. But I don't do I don't do enough during the day anymore to be like, um, I hate that I do all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, you ready for the mailbag? Sure. All right, um, I've got my question here. Um, are you a night owl or an early bird? Um, so <laughs> I'm a... Uh, I feel like you've got a good answer. I'm an it's early about owl the... and a night bird. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, explain that. Well, okay, so I really like getting up early. Okay. That's probably one of my favorite things. But I also really like staying up late. And then if I stay up late, then I cannot get up early. Right. And then That's if I get up early, I cannot stay up late. So it's really hard for me to enjoy both of the things I like yeah. because <laughs> they they interact badly with one another. Yeah, when it only leaves a couple hours of sleep each day, that generally doesn't work. <laughs> I know. I solved it back in my 20s. I would just stay up all night long. Mm-hmm. And then I would go to bed somewhere around nine o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and sleep till two or three mm-hmm. and then just do it again. 
But then I got to stay up all night. I got to see the sun come up. I got to enjoy the morning, go eat at like Burger actually... King or whatever. I know. What a fancy place I've picked. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like that early, like 6 a.m. Yeah. breakfast. That early bird special at Burger <laughs> King. It's pretty fancy. You wouldn't understand. I would get like a coffee in the middle of the night at... um was like Baskin Robbins and the like Dunkin Donut combo in Orlando. Mm-hmm. I would go there. I actually, coffee. I don't know that I could do it around here because there's not a lot of late night stuff. But I did the same thing in Orlando. It's I was on a vampire sleep schedule, and it's actually not that hard to do. No, because uh, even if you want to get groceries, I would get groceries in the middle of the night. Like, I would like yeah, go downtown, hang stores. out, come back to my apartment, go down to Walmart's like twenty four hour grocery thing that was right down the road mm-hmm. for me shop for my groceries come back See, hang out had, get my uh, coffee get my burger king we had class uh until one o'clock so oh, yeah. even on school days that would just be the end of my day was going to class and then i'd go home yeah and go to sleep and then i'd wake up at 9 p.m Ah. And then that would be my 9 a.m. I had complete... And Bullfield definitely, they they did that to you guys sometimes anyways. Right. Sometimes you just had to do that. Yeah. Uh, this was in the program where we were we were 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. every day for a couple months straight. So we just, there were actually a couple of us. And we all flipped our, we just did a 12-hour flip where we woke up at 9 p.m., and then went to bed at 1 a.m. We got eight hours of sleep uh, and everything was open in Orlando. Right, yeah. I mean, you have to be in a big city where it's all open yeah. in order to make that work. Now, I had a 7 a.m. class one time during all of this. And I would go to my 7 a.m. class. And then at 8.30, I would take an hour and a half nap in my car, get up, go to my next class, and then go home and sleep for a little while. Mm-hmm. But it was like sort of the same type of thing. Yeah. Although I'm sure people thought I was like the strangest person. Just like I would be in the same clothes I was in the day before if people saw me. Like if they saw me that night, then I'm at school in my clothes and I'm sleeping in my right. car. They're probably like, is she homeless? And then then you're in different clothes when they see you That's at true. night the yeah. next day. Like, what, so. what is happening here? <laughs> like what the heck? Uh, that I guess. Um, That's the only way to be an, yeah. an early owl and a night bird. I would I would live that schedule currently if every if there were lots of twenty four hour places around here, I'd probably still do that because I actually liked it. It was nice and quiet, um, even though I was in a big city. Yeah, it was, a, it was like a quiet life in a big city. Yeah, it was fun and every because if you went during the day to get groceries in a big city, then you are just packed in there with tons of people. Right. But it was the one peaceful time that you could go yeah. do things. Yeah, it was a. I actually really liked my vampire sleep schedule of sleeping while the sun was up. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed doing it too for a while. I don't think you could do it. I don't. You could do it forever, but if your it schedule seems allowed like it, like mine, point. my schedule allowed it, and for me, it was perfectly fine. I I could have done it permanently. But, yeah, you just have to have jobs and everything right. at that. Like as you get older, that allow that. Yeah. So. See, I haven't woken up early in a long time. I lived like the twilight zone yeah. the other day when you called because we were going to do the <laughs> yeah. podcast a couple days ago and you called me at 8.30 and I was like, how are you awake before I am? Yeah, and I had actually been up for a while. I, I, was, like, I even said to you, I was like, am I in the twilight zone? What's happening here? I was, I was up. I had eaten breakfast. I was like, I was done with my 
not terrible coffee, like the coffee <laughs> I have now finished, by the way. Uh, but but yeah, I go to bed so late now. My kids stay up too late. I end up going to bed even later than that, and I just can't wake up even if I want to. <laughs> I'm, like, I kind of want to, and I don't. It's right. that. Like, I, I don't really, really want to, but. Yeah, it didn't sound like you wanted to be awake. When I, I just, but I don't want to go to bed earlier like, than my uh, kids do. That would be we strange. Weren't, we weren't supposed to record today, were we, this early? <laughs> I was like, well, that's, I'm calling you. I don't know what time. It's like, what's going on? Why is this happening? Uh, all right. I think we've answered. I feel like I, you I'm did really, owl. but I was going to say, I, mean, I think they probably grasped. I'm not a day bird and a, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever you said, you, I'm just a night owl. Like, I stay up late. And would prefer not to get up early. I can get up. I mean, I don't stay up till like 9 a.m. <laughs> late. Like I stay up till like 3. So 9 a.m. I, I usually only sleep about 6 hours. So 9 a.m. See, and is actually I need not like 9 me, hours to sleep or I'm grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes it really can difficult confirm. for me to get up at 6 a.m. anymore. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Nine hours of sleep, a couple brownies, and food. And coffee. And coffee. And then you're not grumpy. Ish. <laughs> yeah, then, I'm then, only, then I only dislike things, you're right. but I'm not grumpy about it. Yeah, you're not grumpy about hating everything. You just hate everything. <laughs> In a very positive way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So what is your uh, mailbag question? So my mailbag question actually um, has a little bit to do with what we were talking about. It said... When COVID is under control and life is back to normal-ish, what do you think will be held over from what people have had to go through? Like what kind of things are we going to do more of that we didn't do before kind of stuff? That's what I'm guessing. Like if what we had to go through, like quarantines and masks, and I'm guessing that's what they mean by that. Well, masks have been a normal thing in a lot of countries for a long time right but not ours i think we will see masks pretty much permanently from now on you know what i saw they um, help not get the cold they help not get the flu like there's a reason why other countries started using them a couple years ago because they help prevent just things that are a pain in the butt to deal with like getting the cold yeah i saw a minister talking about that and um he had said that he'd never thought about it too much. Like occasionally you'd see someone in a store with right. a mask. But now since all this happened, he's realized that even when it's over, he'll always wear a mask to the store if he's sick so that he doesn't right. give it to anyone else. He's like, I never thought about just containing my germs. Which I don't think a lot of people did. And right. I mean, I, the main I reason, either. The main reason a lot of like Asian countries already wore masks is because they already had to deal with SARS. Right. So it was, they had a real SARS problem there. We never got that. Uh, So it just was the same as them. Like, is it really that hard to put on a mask if you've got a cold and you got to go to the store? I know, like, when I'd go to get cold medicine, I'd feel bad about the fact that I was sick. Right. So now it's like, throw on a mask and just keep your germs to yourself while you're in there. Like, uh, so that'll probably, I think, obviously everybody won't. but they don't in a lot of the other countries either. But you see people who are sick just wear masks now. It's If you're sick, put one on. 
And go get your cold medicine and then go home. <laughs> right. I'm hoping to see handshaking not come back. <laughs> Maybe I was thinking we could like elbow bump. Yeah, you were pretty pro no handshake before this. So A Pro no handshake. Yeah. I was anti-handshake. <laughs> anti-handshake. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've always thought, man, why does everybody shake hands? Maybe people will think about it more and not want to, but I feel like that's not going to happen. I think that'll come back. I think everybody's like, yes, I get to touch their dirty hand again. I don't, I I don't think that though. We probably will see hand sanitizer. I mean, because there was a time where everybody was using hand sanitizer, but then there was like super bugs or something. They were saying hand sanitizer was sanitizer. But then there are some different types of hand sanitizers on the market now. I think that'll probably happen again. (laughs) People are going to keep using hand sanitizer. We kind of like. Everybody overused hand sanitizer, but then everybody just like stopped using it <laughs> instead of just like maybe dial it back a bit for like things that don't need sanitizing. Don't worry about it. But a lot of people are a lot, not people, but a lot of offices are going to work from home. Yeah. That's another thing I think, which I will say from experience, I <laughs> did not like, like no. it obviously hurts my production but it depends on what you're doing too i think there'll be a lot more people working from home permanently i think so too and i know i know some people who have said they've really enjoyed working from home right and it doesn't necessarily hurt your productivity especially if you're not at a job where you're getting paid hourly where you're getting paid like a salary right like maybe you don't care that it takes you an extra half hour to get something done because you get to be at the house so who cares yeah i'll spend an extra which even in my case, I don't really care that it took me a little extra time, but it definitely took me longer to do things like edit the podcast while I was sitting at my computer at home, even though it shouldn't have, it just did. And I don't even know that it was a distraction thing. It just always took me longer, even when I was focusing to get the same amount of stuff done at home. So I feel like there's just another feeling. Like you go to work and you know, like I'm here. Right. I need to get my work done. I'm somebody that I want to go back to work. I hope our office opens back up because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have to work from home. And we do a lot of creative collaborations. And I think that right. those aren't. Those are hard to do when yeah, you're in person. They're not as easy when you're all on Zoom and trying to like pull up screen grabs and be and like, okay, your, this is what I want switched. Hold and, your phone so that you stay on camera while also, yeah. I don't, yeah, that's, I don't I know. I think there will be a lot more of work from home, which I don't think is a bad thing. Like I said, especially people who get paid salary. Like you're not paying for their extra time anyway. Right. So why is it a problem for the business that they take longer if they, I mean, still, as long they as still they get still get it done. hit deadlines and right. stuff, then, then who cares if what it, does it matter? If they don't care that it's taking them an extra hour out of the week, right? Then if it's what's things the like data entry and stuff that there's not yeah. really a lot of collaboration happening, they just have to yeah. get things entered into the system or typed up. Well, then in places like, like say New York City, for somebody who lives outside of the city and has like a forty-five minute or an hour commute into work every day. Yeah. Well, who cares? Maybe if it takes them an extra two hours of work a day. Right. Maybe they'd rather just do that at home uh, and spend spend two extra hours working to get 
to save having to drive two hours. So I also I just we'll like the like a little bit of interaction with people yeah. outside of your family. Because I mean, I don't know. Because when people become adults, the only time you really see anyone is at work. Yeah. So I guess unless you're just somebody who goes out a lot at night. Right. Then. But I feel like most married <laughs> some, people. Some people and, do like, see other people. <laughs> I don't know. You just stay home and watch TV and you don't really like talk to a whole bunch of people. Um, but I will. I'm ready to not be home. <laughs> I, uh, like I said, I can get things done, but it just always takes me longer. And I'd rather just go sit down here in the office and get it all done. Yeah. I like that too because I feel like it sections my day to where I'm like, this yeah. is work time and not just like I'm at home right. and I'm like, oh no, but the kids are calling and I should probably do some laundry and get back so to my work. And even I if know, I, it's just tough. Even if I get distracted here by something like a particularly bad cup of coffee. <laughs> or too much conversation about last yeah. night's TV show. Right. It still feels more productive. <laughs> <laughs> um... Do you hear that? It's the TV Book Club. Party Down, Season 2, Episode 1. I can't remember the name of the episode, but Episode 1 of the second season. So... What'd you, what'd you think of the episode? It was a good episode. Like, I liked it. There aren't, I, when I rewatched it, I thought there really aren't that many bad episodes of Party Down. No, Party <laughs> Down is a good show. Uh, it was a good, I, I'm sad that it ended after, I think it's only two seasons, only right? Only two seasons. Okay. It definitely needed more. But all of the seasons are good. They put, they put their best foot forward. I just think they definitely could have at least eked out a third season that was just as good before they started running out of ideas. I do like that there was a actual change between the seasons. There was. It was like a different feeling altogether. Which, as like, I don't know, I think that's good because they're, they're a catering company in a place where the staff changes pretty regularly. And it was interesting that they even put that in to the show. So it would be weird if a bunch of actors who are catering continued for years to work at a catering company and never left because that's kind of the point is that hopefully they they can get a career acting and not have to cater anymore. Right, and Ron, the one that was yeah. the team leader, he always wanted his super crackers. So he went off and he tried and he, it. Yeah. And Henry, who in season one Hated is it. like hating life, but then he becomes the team leader right. and he really like steps up because all of a sudden he's got like health benefits. I don't think they say that in this episode, but in one of them he addresses the fact that he cares more because now he got a pay raise and health yeah. benefits. And it's funny because he just is like, Actually, I like doing this. Yeah, because he didn't want to be an actor anymore. The, which really does happen, even in those high turnover places. Some people are just like, I actually really like this. It pays the amount of money I need to be paid, and it's and I like to do it. Especially <laughs> once they get 
a higher position. Right. Like when you're just the staff at the bottom being told what to do, you're like, oh. Right. You're, but then you get promoted yeah, you and you're some, like, hey. You have some responsibilities. So and then even if you're not getting paid a ton, you're getting paid what you want. And you have health benefits. And it's like, oh, this is actually not a bad job. Yeah. Which uh, he didn't address it in this episode. But in one of the late later ones in season two he says he like was able to get a bigger apartment and you know that's why he takes his job serious all of a sudden yeah which is i don't know a kind of interesting thing to touch on in a goofy comedy is that right like the high turnover rate every like everybody's life changes and is volatile like it really would be with those people although i think some of it was like i know they do touch on it but they change characters because jane leaves well, is that her name yeah she had uh, no, to go jane, not Lin- jane lynch jane lynch that's right jane leaves is the one from fraser ah, right i don't know I so. any which way i don't know who all these people are um jane lynch i can't even remember their character names had to go um cuz she was in glee yeah yeah and she chose to go with Glee because it was more successful, really. Yeah. Bigger, it was a bigger show. Um, right. That's why they changed her. But even that, they wrote it into the plot of the show. Yeah, no, it was, I mean, I I think it worked out. Um, and I actually, I liked um, Megan Mullally on it. She does a good yes. job. So I. I think without her. The character would be boring. Whatever she brings to it, I think, really makes our character good. Yeah. Like... She does a good job with all of the characters that she does anyways. If I read her character on paper, like on the script, I feel like I'd be like, okay, that's boring. Yeah. But with her doing the character... She's great. I love how she wanted to girl talk with Casey. Yeah. And she was like, just give me a sign if you're in trouble and you need me to come get you. And when she goes and saves her, she's like, you did the sign. And she was like, what was the sign? I never even knew what it was. And she puts her hand on her hip. She's like, this was the sign. It's like a really girly pose. (laughs) And Casey's like, I never do that. And then at the end of the episode, she does it. And they they like pan over and then there's – or like they don't – whatever they cut over to what's her character's name uh i i can't remember like any of the character oh names my gosh. other than henry i can remember henry and casey and the rest i have to call by their actual names but they pan over to megan mullally and she's like she's like looking at her because casey's doing the sign and she's <laughs> like oh <laughs> i don't know i thought that was really funny yeah uh so uh, i love the mcpoyle oh my plan. gosh yes i think he brings the perfect amount of weird to right. every and, character he plays. I and love it. Such a funny character for him to be playing is <laughs> like a kiss. It's like somewhere in between Gene Simmons from Kiss and Marilyn Manson. Right. Like it's like it's a Jackal Onassis yeah. or something, I think was it, his name in it. And he's just such like every character he plays is so strange and he himself is really not that weird. Right. I I watched an interview with him where he was just like, I don't know. I just started doing it in college. These weird characters and just worked out for him. But that's, yeah. It's funny that a normal guy is playing the character that he's playing in that episode. It's even funnier when you think about how weird and like usually like nerdy and outcast the characters are on top of being weird and then he's playing like a rock star. He, well, he usually plays, uh, what's his name? The writer, the science fiction writer. 
those are the types of characters he usually plays. Plays the science fiction writer. What are you talking about? The no. Oh, oh, like, like Roman. Yeah, he plays characters like Roman, like weird outcast, like right, strange yeah, just people. Very, very strange. Like he's very strange um, and always sunny. Really yeah. strange in sight. Yeah, he he notches up the weird, <laughs> but. Yeah, for sure. But, but I he plays that like nerdy outcast sci-fi. But he played this awesome where he was like, I just want to be a regular person. Yeah. Call me, call me Dennis. <laughs> yeah. the, I don't know if you picked up on it, but one thing I loved was that he was taking his job so serious and he was cleaning the bar constantly. Like just like, <laughs> yeah. lo- like you never see the other staff cleaning no. <laughs> and he's just wiping down the bar. He's like, great, let's have some talk. Let's chat. Yeah, <laughs> it was like loving everything everyday people do, and they were just. It was great. It was. And when the girl tells him, "Like, ooh, I've never want to be with you. You're just a bartender." He's like, "Yes. Oh my gosh." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was when you we decided to do this episode. I could not remember what episode it was. Even when I saw that they were at like a like rock party. I was like, I remember that. And then as soon as I watched it, I was like, oh, yep, I remember this episode. When he, when it was him, when I like realized that it was him as the rock star, I was like, yes. Yeah. What I, a perfect episode we picked. Yeah. That's some of my favorite actors all in one show. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Scott. That's it. Just Adam, just Adam Scott. <laughs> no, um, they, they definitely – the dynamic between the team on Party Down is great in yes. both seasons. Like, because I like Jane Lynch's character. I think her name's Constance in the first one. Mm-hmm. I really like her and Kyle both being super upbeat and positive. And then when they switch over, I just thought of it. It's Lydia. Ah. And I always think, because I've been watching them straight through, I always think, oh, it's going to change. I'm not going to like it. But then I like it just as much. Right, even and after it changes. Not every show can do that. Sometimes you do a cast change and it's like, oh, something's kind of missing. Right. But this one does a great job. Um, I do also, the guy who plays Ron, um, he does all the Adult Swim shows. from Because I think everybody in the cast of Party Down is in the Upright Citizens Brigade comedy troupe. Oh, maybe. I think they all are. I know a lot of them are. Yeah, I know some of them uh, are. I think all of them are actually, though. But he's one of the main guys that does tv shows the guy who plays ron Mm. he's in children's hospital and all of those weird cartoon network adult swim late night live action tv shows that they started doing and i like him a lot um i mean i think i love the cast of the show they're all pretty and they're all like their own weird character not super weird but just their own character that you feel like yeah you they feel very normal and to who they would be, but like very the, weird. the sci-fi writer who thinks he's better than everybody else, right. but he's just super nerdy. Yeah. And you got your like actor guy who thinks like, oh, I'm going to make it. And they're just like, oh, you're just a pretty boy. But then he's super upbeat and nice to everyone, uh, no right. matter what he's happens. He's always super nice. <laughs> and he's always like, he try, He I feel like he tries pretty much the hardest at work, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it's they do a good job. Um, so how many... Um, are we having fun yet? Would you rate it out of 10? <laughs> um, like. Or out of five. Uh, I get four, five maybe. Five. 
Because it's definitely one of the better episodes, but I, gosh, once again, this is a show where I... I don't know. I, I, I don't know it, if it's one of the better episodes. You don't know? It's a good episode. I would give it a minimum of four, maybe a 4.5. Right. I was going to say... I still don't know if it's one of the best works, episodes of the show, though. When I... <laughs> They're all pretty good. I think good. I said this last week with the Golden Girls, but I'm there again. This is a show that works between four and five. They really don't have any not great right. episodes. Yeah, there's. I can't think of a bad episode. Again, there's just so few, which is a drawback, but at the same time, not a drawback. Because but it is when you just want to binge them. Right. Because then you're like, it's over and I want it to keep right, going. Right, it's probably never coming back. <laughs> no, because then they'd be really old. I guess they could all just, really old, like our age. Um, <laughs> I guess they could all be like down and out for a while and they have to go back to catering. Yeah. I don't think it's that old of a show either. I like, think it was like, they have flip phones. Oh, do they? I, yeah. Yeah, Because Casey's that's always true. answering her flip phone. So it was yeah, like but people 2008 still have, maybe. People still have flip phones now though. I'm going to get Especially one. Especially hipsters. <laughs> Oh, oh well, shoot. there you go. Yeah, I'm out. I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even register what you said until I. I said know you're like already trying to like, offend oh, me. Hipster. Okay. See, now it's gone in reverse. <laughs> I feel like I've been much nicer to you now that I have to see you. Yeah, and I. On and the now other you're hand, being meaner. I'm much better at my job. Oh, I'm at your job. <laughs> at my is jokes. Your job. Oh, I thought you were gonna say at my job. I was like, your job is to be mean. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm much better at my so. jokes in person. Uh, <laughs> I'm weaker in person. Yeah. I need to hide <laughs> and attack. You can't see the person and look them in the eyes I can't and insult them. Eyes, my victim, yeah. <laughs> my joke victim. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll, I'll go with. I'll go with a four point five, because right. because of the cast. I, I mean, for me, have, is his name? What's his real name? Jimmy Simpson. Yeah, I think Jimmy Simpson. I always forget. Simpson's I, correct, but. Okay, Jimmy. having him in it elevates it for me, for yeah. sure. So, I mean, really... But there's good people in, like, all the episodes. I That's know, why it's I... a fantastic <laughs> show. Yeah, so... I don't know. It's good. It's between a four and a five, for sure. All right, well... 4.2. I'd like to up mine 4.2. to a 4.2. Okay. So an 8.7, which I think is what we gave um, the Golden Girls also. We're eight point seven out of maybe 10. we're just like loving TV yeah. lately because normally I'm like I don't know a three. <laughs> uh, no, it's usually well I don't want to give it a three because there might be a good episode. <laughs> uh, so I'll give it a one point five. Yeah, so eight point seven out of ten. If you haven't watched Party Down, start it from season one, episode one. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't start on this episode because... You should really know the characters. Yeah. yeah. Well, now that we've had you guys all watch it, haha, don't though, start here. I don't think it hurts anything. No, it doesn't. But it's it's just that good that yeah. you should start from the beginning. It's not and that this episode... Grow. Watch Henry grow into who he yeah. was in this episode. I don't think it downgrades the episode at all if you haven't seen it. I don't think so either. But I think it... It's just that good that you just need to go start at the beginning. It sets up Ron and, and it. it sets up Henry and Henry and Casey's relationship. So yeah. that's kind of a plus to see. That's true. Um, all right. So next week we are going to go with another show that Lori might not hate. Oh, my gosh. It's uh, another one of my four to five faves. Uh, we are going to watch Psych. Uh, season six, episode two. The episode is Late Night Gus. Oh, you went with late night Gus. I know we were we were yeah. 
arguing over which one to go with. Well, I said whatever, and Lori said whatever, and then anytime I suggested one, I got. Ugh. I mean, I so. like, it was weird is that I actually love. <laughs> I finally all just of Psych. One. It's one of my favorite shows, <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, while we were trying to pick one, I didn't know what to do. No, and uh, speaking of Jimmy Simpson, he's in multiple episodes of psych but we're not going to do those episodes yeah they're too serious they're right. good but they're too serious yeah and his character is fantastic in that yes. show as well but he's also weird uh they're not yeah. the funnier psych episodes so we went for a funny psych episode here um and other than that we will see you or you will hear us next week. We will we, see you. We won't see anything. Uh, I was like, there was going to be another word coming, yeah, but it never made uh, it. I realized midway through the word that it didn't make any sense. Um, I think it's still something people say. If you uh, want to comment down below, if you're on Sebring.com, uh, you can reach us on Instagram at Sebring Podcast uh, or email us podcast at Sebring.com. And we will talk at you next week. 